gospel, light of the temple. Saw a swing, kill a lie from the ghetto. The hood messenger, let him know hell's close. Blackberry on the devil in a black cloak. Yo, what is up? Welcome to the Street Gospel Podcast. I'm your host, Dave One. And what episode is this, Cam? 69. Wait, can you say that a little bit louder? 69. Episode number 69. I'll tell you why I emphasized that a little while ago. Maybe you'll figure it out for yourself. Episode 69, though. Uh, if you caught episode number 68, we had Arnold Barboza Jr., uh, a contender for the... Uh, Super lightweight belt. Uh, dude is a solid dude. Talked about his father. Talked about hard hard work, boxing, boxing politics. Uh, a, a very well rounded podcast we had. So uh, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. Um, secondly, look, we need people to subscribe. So if you can subscribe, when you go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Okay, we'd appreciate it. If you look on Spotify, which we have a lot of followers on Spotify, make sure you go on it. Hey, hit that subscribe button. And like always, if you like a podcast or like this podcast, send it to somebody and have them check it out. We appreciate all the support out there. Uh, we definitely love you guys and we thank you guys. But back to uh, episode number 69. Cam, what episode is this? 69. 69. We have a very special guest in here today. Um, I just, I'm just glad she was able to make it. Okay, this woman right here, she is a wife, she is a mother of two adult children, okay, she is a teacher, she teaches, she's been teaching for a long time, okay, she is a all-around special, beautiful woman, and you know I wouldn't be able to to talk about anybody like that unless it was my wife melissa hey hi how's it going i'm so sorry i just have the urge to laugh why <laughs> thank you thank you for that intro did you like that intro yeah i just wish it was more of like of a banger like oh you wanted a bang like uh, you, you know some gangsta you stuff. wanted a gangster beat? yeah ah, I, I had a feeling you did and i was trying to look for a good one i i couldn't find a real Good West Coast banger. So I went with like a smooth, you know, yeah. kind of like a, a slow Kanye type beat, you know, because I know you like Kanye. Yeah, he's my fave. Okay, so I, I, I thought I'd just play a little bit of that. But uh, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Um, of course, you would have me on episode 69. I, I wait. Okay, so <laughs> this is this was not planned. Cam, this was not planned, right? Okay. Cam, it was? Bro, it was not planned. This just we, we we have been talking about doing a, a little show for a while, and um, you know you were chickening out to be honest. Yeah. You don't really you weren't you didn't want to do it. You said you weren't ready yet. You said you just hold on. So I said okay. Then finally you were like, yeah, I want to do the show, and I was like, okay, let's do it next week. Sure. And I go, you know what episode <laughs> it is, right? She's like, what episode? Episode number sixty nine. <laughs> so I of think course. I, I I listen. It, it must be God. I mean, it's just, it's are your favorite number. It's not my favorite number. Okay, listen. I don't. I don't. I didn't make the numbers, and I don't make. You know, I don't put the shows in that order. But I, to be honest, it, it worked out fine because I couldn't. Cam, you know, imagine if we had like 
another woman in here or a dude and it was episode 69 True. it would be kind of weird True. i mean maybe we're not supposed to think like that because we're you know we're we're christian and stuff and maybe uh you know we're believers and stuff and maybe it's not a good thing but i mean it just happened like, on episode 69 yes so you're here thank you yeah it took a lot to be here you know i'm i'm super nervous why are you nervous? You're just talking know. to me. I know. So I'm going to like forget the cameras and forget everything else and just talk. That, that's what I tell everybody. You'll get warmed up. But, I mean, I did this because I know I have to get out of my comfort zone. And I know, like, you know, that God wants me to be uncomfortable in a lot of situations. And after hearing, I don't know if Bren's list going to listen to this, but if Bren is listening, his sermon, Big Thunder, okay, it hit hard. So after that, I kind of been going out of my comfort zone and I been trying to not say I can do this. So, so Brent is assistant pastor at our church, yes. preached a, a sermon about Big Thunder, talked a lot about coming out of your comfort zone yes. and, and and all that good stuff. So I, I know that you shared with me that you, that really touched your heart. Yes. And then you said you would do this. And there we are. So so, yeah. so you're, you, 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 can, you had a slight appearance in episode, what episode, 20, Ken? Back, back in episode. Yeah, it was episode twenty twenty five, and we we kind of featured me and and, and you, our executive producer, Cam, our our our, uh, our all around camera editor, uh, producer, extraordinaire, and, and, and Cash, our 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 picture taker, right, our, our photographer. So you were on that show. We talked a little bit about what we do and stuff. So that that was cool. It was cool, and I, and I did say I would never come on again. You did. I did. You did say that, and and here you are. Here I am. Never say never. True. You know. So shout out to Big Thunder. Shout out to Big Thunder, <laughs> Brand. <laughs> Great sermon, Brand. Uh, you know, and and Brand's been a cool guy to the. I mean, he he made this yeah. this this desk for us, so uh, perfect. So appreciate Brand, awesome dude. But uh, you, okay, so we we were talking about. Okay, first of all, we were talking about doing this class. I mean, doing this podcast because we kind of teach a class. We do marriage coaching. We help couples, and then we were kind of, which is fine for me. I don't you. I don't mind being in front of people. You always say that you don't want to be in front of people. You yeah. want to help one on one in the background. So our personalities are super different when it comes to that, right? Yes. Because you're 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 more chill. Yeah. I'm like, I'm good, like right behind you, cheering you on and being your cheerleader. But this is, yeah. So, but I'm going to do it and I'm just going to act normal and I'm just going to be myself. So, okay, so the weird like, thing is- so bad. I want to like lift up my knee and like sit on like my knee and like chill, but you, you should have did that. I, I mean, it's I fine. Know I could have, but yeah. Oh man, that would have that been perfect. True. So, okay. So the, the, the thing is, is, is I think this is the thing you are good and women gravitate towards you and when they meet you they love you i mean you're very kind you're very loving you're you're very sincere and you're very real so i think when people do meet you um they like you all perfect example all my friends love you since we first started dating i never had like a friend like oh man you know they you're cool with my friends they love you uh, uh they always talk to you and i'm like okay cool so same thing with their wives, same thing with, with, with women in the church, people like you. I mean, you have a genuineness about you. So I just want to tell you that. Oh, thanks, love. 
Thank you. I know sometimes you don't view yourself like in a certain way. And then when you hear it, it's just like, oh, wow. Like, I don't ever look at myself like that. So especially coming from you, it means so much. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that's why I picked you, you know, it's just like, you know, I was like, hey, man, you know, she's cool. I like her, you know. So w- let's get down to the business here. So we yes, have been together since 92, right? Yes. We known each other since like maybe 85, somewhere in there, right? Yeah. Which is, which is. I mean, it's a long time ago. We old, man. Hey, but the but the we lived in the era that was the best era. You can't argue. Eighties, nineties. Cam does wish he was born in the eighties. I know you wish you were born in the eighties, Cam, because that was the best era of life. You would, you would, if Cam could go back right now to the eighties, he would fit in perfect. Oh yeah. Cam's an old soul for sure. He's an old soul. He's he's he should have been born in like mid seventies, late seventies, and yeah. been raised to the eighties and nineties because that that's his era, right? That would it be is. his era. But so we know each other that long. We started dating when we were seventeen, right? And fell in love, and yes. th- and then we've been married going on this year, September twenty nine years. That's crazy. Twenty nine years. I mean. I don't feel old. We, right? Yeah, we like we talk about this all the time. We don't feel old, but when we start looking at numbers, like age and eight, 1985 and 1992, yep. and then you realize, like, dang, I'm I'm old, mm-hmm. and it and it kind of kind of sucks, right? <laughs> yeah, you know. But what I love is that we're growing old together, and like we always talk about that. Like, there's times when you're like, man, I feel old today. And I'm like, I feel freaking good, you know, and then the, then the opposite. But it's like, I love that me and you are growing old together and that we've known each other since we've been kids and that, um, you know, all the way to teenagers. And then like, I fell in love with like, I always say I fell in love with like boy David and now like I'm married to like man David and like I've had like all the best of you. So like all the best of me. Oh, yes. You had all the best yep. of me. And the, and the worst of me too, <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, because in a marriage and in, in a relationship that long, like you see a lot of good, which I'm yes. grateful that you said that because that makes me feel good. But then there's some there's some things that are like, man, this guy gets getting in order right here, right? <laughs> I mean, it's just it's it's a learning process, it is. right? It's a learning process, but it's been great. It has. I, I don't regret. Uh, marrying you and being with you for over 30 years. I mean, it's been a fun ride and I look forward to growing old, well, growing older, <laughs> <laughs> growing older with you. I mean, it, it, it's definitely, uh, definitely been fun. So being married 29 years, helping people, you know, uh, going through life together, you know, having two adult children, all this stuff. We, we've, we've acquired, uh, a little bit of knowledge here. Yeah, some wisdom, for yeah, sure. A little bit of wisdom, right? I I, I think sure. it's been uh, some bumps in, in, in the road. I think there's been some things that we had to learn the hard way. I think we have did really good at other things. Um, I think we've been really good at, at having fun together. Oh, yeah. Right? That's, that's been from, from the beginning and hasn't stopped, for sure. Like. So- it's fun. Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. So we, we have a lot of laughs. We enjoy being together. Yes. But, we, but we've but we had, like, things where we're, like, times when we, we, we didn't enjoy being together. No. 
and <laughs> we were, we would be a little upset with each other. We would have some rough patches there, but I'm 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 grateful because early on in our marriage, I think I think I was probably a little prideful and didn't want any help or didn't think you know I, I wanted my way, and I've learned to get help when we needed it and yes. and, and and get counseling and some advice from from maybe uh, pastors and, and and couples that have been there. Um, and done that. And then, uh, you know, and, and, and really, you know, surrendering, you know, uh, to the marriage or to, or to my wife, right. To each other. Yes. And I mean, I mean, trust me, there was plenty of times I wanted to tap out. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. This is new to me. <laughs> I use that term, you know, since, you okay. know, since you're in jits and stuff. So anyhow, um, which I'm pretty sure you want to tap out plenty of times. No, too. Oh, never. Shut. Never. Shut. I was just going straight ahead. Man. <laughs> I was just going straight ahead. But I'm glad you said that because um, one thing I do want to let everyone know is that we are not perfect in any way. Like, I mean, I've had a lot of people tell me, oh, man, Melissa, you guys are just so perfect. And I laugh because I'm like, man, no, <laughs> you know, and those that truly, truly know us know that. And then those that have went through our marriage class know that. And um, because, you know, we share so much. But um, I just want everyone else that doesn't know us to know that we are not perfect. And, and we don't try to be perfect. We're, no. we're, we're pretty transparent. I know that in our last class, just just to give some context to that, in our last class, we were uh we had a little rough patch there, and it was it was yeah, tough getting through. The devil that. messes with you every yeah. time before our marriage class. Yeah, it was it was like okay, this is happening again. And so we <laughs> had a little rough patch. I think the last two or three classes were were really tough. Maybe the last two were tough. Yeah, but we went in between one of the classes, and we 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 well two times. We've talked to a couple that we really look up to, Pastor Dan and Sister Marlene. Oh my gosh, I love them. And great couple, been married like 50-something years, been together forever, yes. been through ups and downs. And, and and to go and to be able to still talk to somebody like that, for us, people come to us and be like, man, 29 years. And we right. go to them and we're like, I, I don't know, I think it was like 50, something, somewhere in so, there, yeah. right? Or 40-something. Mm -hmm. And talk to them. That helped us. But we were transparent in the class where we said, hey, look, if you need help, get help. You know, yes. there's people here that want to help you. We'll help you. And and then we said, you know, we just got help. And I think everybody's face in the room was like, like a little bit of relief of like, if, you know, like, man, I it, like they still seek out help. Like there's still, of course. there's still things we're learning. Of course. And never, it's not going to stop. Right. And because there's different seasons and there's different, um, I mean, times individually in your own life that you're either going through something or you're growing, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't stop. So like you have to like switch it up all the time. You know what I mean? Like right. you have to, like I heard this great um, thing that Pastor Tim Ross said. Tim Ross. We'll talk about Tim Ross. <laughs> I love him. I love him and his wife and what they talk about marriage. But he said, you know, in every season of your marriage, you got to dance different. Can't be like dancing that. the same your yeah. whole marriage. You, you got to switch it up. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can't be doing the troop forever, you know what <laughs> I mean? And the Roger Rabbit. Sometimes you got to change it up and do some slow dancing. Yep. Some days you're 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 doing some uh, a little bit of salsa. You know, there's different times when you're doing different. I, I agree with him on that. You know, yes. I, he turned me off a little bit. I'll be honest with you. I, I mean, know. I mean, when he, he when Tim started talking about you know his hands being soft. I mean, me as a <laughs> The manly man is a construction guy. You know, I'm just kind of like, 
Yeah. Yeah, bro. I knew like, that would turn you off. Like, bro, we we're, we're men. Like, yeah. you know, we we're the ones that fix things around the house. We're the ones that get up in the middle of the night. He was like telling me that his wife does all that stuff, and I'm like, nah, bro. Like, <laughs> just that's not me. Yeah. So it kind of turned me off. But I he, know. but he says some good stuff. Yeah. When the date, when him and his wife talk about marriage, it's like 100. Like, you know, and I really love getting like little things that he says. And I'm like, man, that, you know, because I never think of things like that to put it the way, like, you know, he puts it. He you does know put what it I mean? Good. And it's like, man, that's pretty dope. Yeah. I, I definitely like him. I, I, going back to what you said, I think people think you have a perfect marriage and, and, this is the problem with social media, right? Because oh, hate social media. Yeah, I mean, it just it, it it really messes with you. It really plays games with your mind. It's cool for a lot of things, yeah. but I think a lot of times, you know, people think that you know, like you you you're trying to act perfect, and it's like I'm not gonna post, you know, my tax bill <laughs> and be like, right. man, I'm hard timing right now. I have to pay this tax bill. You know what I mean? I'm like. Gee, I'm not going to post, you know, me and you fighting. I'm not going to. No. I, I wish that was acceptable sometimes because then, then people could see the real you. But th then with yeah. that, everything uh, judgment and people start looking at you different and all this stuff. And you, you want attention. and it, it, So you can't be like that. Yeah. I get it. Uh, and then everybody doesn't. You know, we talk about this all the time. Meaning everybody doesn't. Uh, what's the word? Do, doesn't have the right to be in your life you know it doesn't have no. the privilege to be in your life right and know all about you no you got to save some of that for for, for each other you got to yes. save some of that for just your immediate family and and just your your close friends you of know course. what i mean I, I i mean i've been using that that little thing on uh instagram where it just lets you show your close friends yeah sorry everybody out there that's not <laughs> in that group but there are some things where like i i, I just want to share and keep you know private a little bit yeah, you know it doesn't like have that. to be out there for everything you know what i mean like I people don't always understand and then people kind of take advantage of you in a weird in a weird way where it's like well i know everything about him look at he just posted it da, 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 da. and it's like no you you don't deserve to know everything about my life anyway True. that was a little sidebar <laughs> there but but we go you know like you said i think sometimes we 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 look like that, right? And and I don't think we realize that's how your sister told us one time. I think I think we were kind of like, what, 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 what? Why do people think like that? And yeah. your sister Nicole says, you know, she goes, if My I, bestie. yeah, your bestie, right? She's so fun. Uh, I love you, Nicole. If you, she said, if you, if I go to your page and I don't really know you guys, like I know you guys, she goes, I would look at your pages and be like. Dang, like they 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 living good. They live, yeah. <laughs> they living this perfect life, and she goes, but because I know you, I, I know that things are not always perfect in yeah. your life. But True. I think when she said that to to us, I think I was like, really? She's like, yeah. So I think I it, it was kind of weird, huh? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like sometimes, like that's what I'm saying. When you hear someone like tell you, like, oh man, you're per you're, you you guys are perfect, or you hear like someone say, man, Melissa or David, you're this and you're that, you're like. Really? Because you don't look at yourself like that, right? You look at yourself like something totally different, you know? So, like, a couple of people that, people that have sh shared that with me, I'm like, oh, no. Like, you know, don't think that. Like, you know, of course, me and David, we share something so special. Like, honestly. Like, I mean, I love what we share. But it's there has been some really rough times in our marriage. And um, we never stop growing and we never stop learning. And, I mean, it's like, I mean, we're... I mean, come on. We were kids. We got we we got married when we were in, when I was nineteen. You were twenty. Now you're fifty. No, I'm, I'm not fifty yet. 
<laughs> You're 49 and I'm 48. I oh, love, you like saying I love that, huh? saying that. Okay. I love that my birthday is in December because it don't, yeah. Whatever. I'm sorry. I had to throw that in there. But, um, I mean, come on. You know, I mean. There's a lot of learning there. So much learning. When we got married, nobody taught us a lot of stuff. We were, oh, we, my we, God. We, I think, you know, all these young couples talk about premarital counseling and all these yeah. things, right? And, and they talk about, you know, I went to premarital counseling for six sessions with Pastor so-and-so. And, oh, it just helped us and da-da-da. We had one <laughs> meeting at Denny's over, like, I don't know, what was it, Grand Slam? I don't know. It was yeah. in the night, whatever. Met with our pastor. Basically, just said, hey, asked us one question, right, him and his wife. And, and, and basically, okay, get married. And that was it. That was it. So we were two young kids, had a little apartment in, in, in Downey. We were, you know, both working and stuff, and we were trying to figure it out. Nobody taught us anything. No, You know, nothing. we were just, like, you know, trying to figure life out. And, and, and all you people out there that think, oh, that's easy. This is pre-internet. This is pre YouTube. This is pre everything. You can't just Google it and say, "How do you do this?" No. or "How do you file, you know, ta- your taxes together?" How do you go get this? How do you go get that? Everything's manually. Nothing's online. There was yeah. no online, no nothing. You know, nothing. you you wanted a job, you go to this place and you fill an application at the job. Hopefully, somebody gives you a heads up or you see a sign on the street. It was different. Anyways, that's that's our story. But I think nobody was there. To help us. No, I mean, and, and then it's like, you know, you're all these different things, you know, start happening because you're learning each other, you know, and um, it's way different being together, boyfriend and girlfriend, and then getting married. Because when you're getting married, you're legit becoming one. You yeah. know what I mean? So that is like I've came I came in with all my stuff of how I thought and what I do. And you came in, you know, with the, all your stuff and then we're trying to merge and it's just not happening. But we don't know nothing. So we're fighting, you know, we're, you know, I'm going to leave and whatever. And what do we do? Who do we talk to? You know, like, um, like you said, um, there was, we weren't church, our church back then. Wasn't, it wasn't, it was about church, God, you know, ministry. And those things are amazing, but no one ever talked about marriage. And so it was just like, wait, what, what do we do? And this is what marriage is, you know? Yeah, I think it was like, and then it was kind of taboo to kind of admit that you have a problem. Oh, I think yeah. I think I don't think it's taboo now. I just think people don't want to admit it. True. You know what I mean? And I think that social media plays a big role in that. Um, but but I think back then it was like you know like who do you go to? Who do you trust? We 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 didn't have anybody. No. You know, and and it, and it was tough. I think the things is is that you like you said, you're learning, you're trying to become one. And I think, you know, I think people don't realize that, you know, I think no. you come with with baggage into into the home. Here's my luggage. And inside your luggage is is things how you were raised, how you were brought up, what you're thinking about marriage, how you seen marriage. And then I come with my baggage. Same thing. Mm-hmm. My attitude, <laughs> my manly pride. The way I see marriage and, and, and w- the way I think it should be, right? And, mm-hmm. I'm, and then we're trying to be like, well, I, we're starting unpacking that. And you're realizing like, yeah, this, these clothes don't match. <laughs> these things don't go together. Right. Yeah. And then it's like, I mean, we, you, don't, you always hear that dumb thing. I was not dumb, but all oh, women are from whatever, Mars, Venus I don't know, and, you know Venus, whatever. whatever you, okay. And 
yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm not a man, so I'm only going off of my feelings every single time as women, as us women do, you know, like I'm emotional. So my feelings are hurt and you're like, what? Like, you know what I mean? I'm just going off facts. <laughs> exactly. So men are facts. Women are more feelings. Exactly. And then, so we're trying to understand each other. And because I'm, because I don't realize that I can't argue with feelings and emotion because those are your feelings, yes. those are your emotions. Then I'm wondering why you're not understanding that I'm stating facts. Yeah. This, <laughs> these are the facts. And then trying to put those two things together, mm-hmm. it's it's just, it, it, it doesn't always go together. No. Because you got to bend a little bit. You got to give a little bit. And if you're not willing to bend or give a little bit, that's um, going to be a problem. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, yourself. It's all about yourself, like my feelings. What about me, you know? What about what I'm going through, you know? And like, you don't even, like back then, we didn't even care what, I didn't care what you were feeling. You know what I mean? I was like, wait a minute, you're hurting me. Like, and vice versa, you know? So like, there was so much that we had to learn that we weren't taught, you know? So that's why I feel like me and you, the marriage class is so important. Like, you know, um, talking to young couples or even, you know, couples that have been married for a long time. It's like we have a passion for it because we were just left out in the boondocks. Yeah, we were just left out there <laughs> to, to float, man. I mean, it was it was, it was was tough. And, you know, part of the reason, too, is just finding the right people. You know, um, that's that's always the big thing. Yes. I, I think that's, you know, people go to the wrong people. You know what I mean? And when you're young, you don't know really who to go to. I mean, like you said, that's why when we see young couples and we know they're struggling. Yeah, you can see it. See it all over their face. I'm like, yeah, that's me 30 Uh years ago. Right? And it's just like, hey, are you guys okay? You need help? We're fine. Yeah, we're living. We're living good. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, okay, you go to their Instagram and it's like all, hey, perfect and everything's great. And then then it's like, you know, like, hey, let's just keep it real here. Like, you need help. I think the biggest thing for us is is uh when we when we finally had people to help us. Yes. And the worst thing is seeking out the help just to go to somebody that says, <laughs> "Oh, you know, no, we don't we don't fight. What? What do you, we we don't ever do that." So then you feel dumb. Yeah. And then you feel and like And that happened to us? It, yeah, it totally happened to us. I was so embarrassing. We're thinking we were going to hang out with this couple. We were going to get some help. Man, this is going to be awesome and we're going to try to share what's going on and they were just like no we'd never fight and i'm like you have to freaking be kidding me there's no cuss right now no i said freaking oh no no, i saw the the f came out no no okay shut up (laughs) (laughs) now now i'm gonna um there you go now i'm gonna be all afraid no you're not okay because i don't cuss but i don't cuss either but when i speak for some reason i get this fear over myself you know i don't cuss I get this fear when Cam. I, I cuss. Don't look over here like that. You cuss more than me, dude. Let's tell the story. The That's other so night, <laughs> just kidding. I didn't think I heard you the other night. I was like, he said that. Oh, I'm anyways, dead. I love you. Oh yeah, the, I forgot about that one. Yeah. See? So you know I don't cuss, but every time I get on stage, like I, I have this weird fear that comes over me, like I'm gonna say a bad dead. word. I don't. Anyways. Yeah, but going back to that, I said freaking. Okay, Okay, so you're like, are you freaking kidding me? There's no way. You never argue. So then it makes us go home and feel like we're like these terrible people. 
Right, because I, like you said, we went out to dinner with these people. We thought we were going to get some help. We're like, hey, they've been married a long time. And then I, I bust out. We're like, hey, we've been, like, you know, struggling a little bit, arguing and stuff. And the guy looks at me and he goes, oh, we, we never argue. And I laughed because I thought he was joking. And then he was serious. And yeah. I was like, I wanted to just leave. I think we were in Santa Monica or yes. something like that. I just wanted to, I just wanted to say, let's go. Because it, I, I just felt like it, it was early on in the, in the evening. Right, and I just For felt real. like I don't, I don't want to be around these people no more because th- 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 it's just fake. And I, I, I'm like, man, this is not help going to help me. It made me feel worse. Yes, but I do remember a couple that helped us, and I remember we got mad at church one day, and we leave church and we drive home. And when we get towards our house, I, I realize that somebody's following us in their car, right, and. I pull up to, to in front of our uh, apartment building, off of Stewart and Gray there, and I realize the guy, the guy and, the, and his wife is behind us, and I was like, "What the heck?" And I get out the car, and it's Albert and it's Patty. Now you know Albert and Patty because mm-hmm. you're close to my mom and dad because they're close to your mom and dad. They're younger than your mom and dad, yes. so your mom and dad helped them. Yes, there and, and and so here they roll up. I I know I knew Patty, I um, because. When she first came to church, my parents would pick her up to bring her to church. I knew Albert for just a little bit, but I didn't really know him, know him. I know it was Albert, scary looking dude, man. And I, <laughs> just rowdy, uh, uh, you know, just like if you don't know Albert, you're like, I'm, I'm staying away from this dude. But if you really get to know Albert, he has, he, he had a great heart. Yes. Um, so they get out the car and and he and he you go to Patty and start crying off the bat. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> great, right? Because you knew her and I'm like, so Patty, so Patty's over there with you and, and and Albert is just you know, so what's up, man? And I'm like, oh no, like dude, this guy. So we start talking and but we from that day forward we developed a great relationship with them. Yes, and they really were just our friends. They mm-hmm. really just helped us. They just loved us. Um, and, and and Albert went to 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 go home with the Lord last year. Yeah. He passed away, but uh, I was able to speak at his funeral and and tell that story and tell that what what they meant to us. And and, and that that friendship, that uh, connection with them, just to know like he's telling me stories about them and the struggles right. they went through. That really helped me as a young husband. To really like go like okay like man I'm I'm not in this by myself right? other people go through this exactly and then so it's like it's a big turn off when someone is not transparent and not genuine and that's why it's so big to me is like be transparent and be genuine because more people can relate to that rather than you trying to play it off like you're something else. You know, or your marriage is something else. People are going to be like, oh, okay. I mean, they'll still talk to you like, you know, hey, what's up or whatever. But to really talk to you and share about themselves, no one is going to share anything with anyone if you are not genuine and you are not real and you're not transparent just about yourself. You know, it's just like, so with them, that's what they were. And so we gravitated to that, right? And we needed it. We We needed it bad. I mean, so bad. We were just these kids. We didn't know what we were doing. So to have them... Hang, just to hang out with them and like you said we could call them up and tell them the things that we were going through and just for them to guide us and help us i mean it wasn't you know sometimes i think that people think it's like um hard yeah you know to like if you've been married and you got some wisdom 
you should be able to help some young couples. It's not that hard. No. It's just being their friend. That's it. I, I think that's the biggest thing about um, about getting older. Like, you can easily complain about younger people, right? You can yeah. say, oh, you know, uh, back in my day or, you know, oh, they don't know what's up. Or look at them. They, we yeah. had to do this. We had to do that. Well, really, we can point the finger at young people. But realistically, are we doing our job to help them? You know, sure. are we encouraging them? Are we trying to be there for them? Or what are we doing to kind of improve the younger generations? I think that's a big thing. And I think that not everybody does that or sees that. But mm-hmm. I think that's a huge thing. And, and that's what we needed. We needed yeah. somebody just to be our friend. And then every year, I mean, every, I think on our 10-year anniversary, we called them. We thanked them for, for being there for us. And then I remember on 15 and our 20 and our 25, Dang. you know, and then, uh, you know, unfortunately, Albert went home, but, you know, we miss him and uh, we love Patty and and the girls. And but, you know, it's just uh, it, it was a blessing to us. And, and we'll always remember that. And and I think that's why we give back a little bit, because sure. somebody helped us. We wanted to give back and help other people. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and we know how important marriage is in the church. I mean, it is so important. Like, I mean, I don't. I think, I mean, I'm just so blessed at our church, yeah. you know, Pastor Adam and Carrie and um, Pastor Carl and Sister Bonnie, they take that serious. They take marriage serious. So not only is it spoken over the pulpit, but, you know, we have marriage classes, you know, which, um, you know, Mark and Eileen do one and we do one. I mean, it's amazing that our church believes in marriage right. and backs us up to do these classes because they're so important. Because... Our, our church realizes, and there's a lot of churches out there that realize that marriage yes. is important. There's a lot that don't either, and we'll mm-hmm. talk about that. But our church realizes that strong families, strong marriages, well, strong marriages make strong families. Strong families make strong churches. I mean, that is the the breakdown in America right now. Broken homes, no father in the home, you know, broken families. And you could see it all over. That's what's breaking down society mm-hmm. this to this day. I mean, that's what's hurting. It's not only hurting society, hurting the church, yeah. um, hurting kids. You know, there's plenty of statistics out there that said, you know, broken homes and kids that come from broken homes, they, they, they have a higher rate of, of crime, of, of drug oh, yeah. use, of depression, of suicide. I mean, it, it, it's ridiculous. But our church recognizes that and, and we have good families in the church. We have, you know, good, good things going on in the church that are family oriented. We have classes, we have Bible studies, we things that we're trying to help. There's yes. doesn't, doesn't mean you don't, you don't, you, you don't still have to work at it. Of course. But there is some resources. And I, and I think we, we, uh, the church, our church really focuses on those resources. Yeah. And, and, and gives the opportunity for, you know, us to give tools, you know, to the couples on, you know, like you said, it's not, not, it's not a miracle. Like, (laughs) you know, like you're going to go to this class and you're never going to ever have a problem again. Or, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you have to work at it. And I think that a lot of marriages, I don't know, maybe I'm going too far. Uh, I was just going to say a lot of marriages, a lot of couples, they don't want to work. I agree. At all. I agree. They, it just, it's just like, nah, like this is, this is what it is. And, you know, you always have one that's going to want to get better. Right. You know what I mean? And there's one that's kind of like, meh, you know, or, you know, that other person just gives up. All right. I guess this is what it is, you know? And like, they don't want to work. It, like, it, it, it takes, like, like you said, we, 
help people. We give them the tools and we give them the material, but they have to build the house. We can't build the house for them. And I think couples, you know, they, 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 they get together and it, and it's just like, like you said, either they both don't work. They're just okay with being okay. You know, they, they, sometimes they sleep in different rooms. They're just, they're not really married. They're not what the, the Bible calls becoming one. They're they're cohabitating in a, in a house and not married. They or they one wants to get help. One does it. We see that a lot. You oh, know, yeah. We get wives that come and talk to you and say, "I really want to go, but my husband don't want to go." Or yeah. the husband. There's been times where the husband uh-huh. wants to come and the wife doesn't want to come. Yeah. So don't always think that it's just the husband. <laughs> so I've been there plenty of times. The husband's like, "I want to go, but my wife doesn't want to go," and now I'm like. Yep. That's wrong. But anyways, I mean, there is a lot of work to be done. It's no joke, right? No joke. And like, and how much do you love your spouse that you're willing to, you know what I mean? Like, I love you so much that I'm going to be I'm going to be down to do like, let's do this. Like I, I, I want to get help right. or I want to work at this or I want to be better for you. That should be like your prayer. Like I, you know, like, cause you love your spouse. Yeah. So why wouldn't you not want to share something like, I mean, why wouldn't you not want to work hard? Like, bro, work hard. Like I'm not saying bro. Cause it's, I'm going gearing more towards the man, but I just say that. So anyhow, um, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like work hard, you know, like, I mean, I don't, and I'm only saying this, and we can only say this because we've heard it all. I mean, there's, I mean, it's pretty crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, but they're not willing to work. They're not willing to to work on themselves. They're not willing to work together. And they're not willing, nothing. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, coming, you know, let's just say for the class. I'm coming to this class and, you know, I'm, I don't even know why I'm here, but you know, I guess, you know, and like, they don't take it serious, you know? And it's just like, no, like you love your spouse work. Yeah. Put in the work. I I, I mean, I'm willing to put in the work because I love you because I want to be happy because I want to do what's right. I'm, I, I, I want to do those things. I, I want to be right in the eyes of God. I, w- I want to make you happy. I want to set a good example for the kids. There's so many reasons to want to do marriage right. And sometimes people don't because it's, it's, it's too much. And it's, it's sad because they live a miserable life. And we tell this story a lot in the, in the, in the class, you know, how long do you plan on being together? Yeah. And, and, and they'll have be, you know, or how long have you been together? They'd be like 20 years, 15 years. How long do you plan on being? Well, until one of us dies. Okay. So that's maybe like another 30 years. Right. And so we, 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 we say, well, why do you, if you're going to be together another 30 years, why don't you change? Right. And at least the remaining 30 years of your 45 years married will be great. Yes. And and people don't get that concept. Like they could change if they really want to. Oh, Life yeah. is not always going to be the same. It will be if you don't change, mm-hmm. if you don't work at it. It's like going to the gym. If you don't go, never go to the gym, if you don't never stop eating bad food, it's not going to change. No. But if you work hard at it, you start eating better, it'll change. And that's the same thing with marriage. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and, you know, and, and I know we're gearing it to, you know, believers, you know, and because we're believers, you know. Yes. So, um, but if you love God, why? 
why would you, you know what I mean? Like how important is marriage to God? I mean, Very God important. compares marriage. Yeah, he compares marriage. He's the groom. Yes. Right? And the church is the bride. Yes. So if he's saying that, that means it's really important to him. Oh, yeah. You know, but but I think it's not important in some churches. Right? I think some churches don't value marriages, which is, it's very strange to me that they don't put an emphasis on that or they don't invest in marriages. Because I'm thinking like. Can I say why I think why? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they don't care if they have a good marriage or not. Ooh. I mean, I'm just going to be honest. If Boom. If your pastors care about their own marriage, then it's going to be important to the church. I mean, mm. I'm just going to keep it real. You know, like, but if they don't, then marriage is rarely or not even going to be talked about in their church. Man, you're starting to warm up now. <laughs> Took a good... Yeah, I had to, you know, like but, I'm, but, I'm getting comfortable now. So, okay, let me take a drink. Of water. Stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think if it's important in their home, it'll be important in other people's home for the for the congregation. Yeah, without a doubt. For the marriages in the church. I just always, I, I guess. Yeah, you're right. I guess the leaders or the pastors don't want to work at their marriage. So why would they? put that on anybody else because if it's not important to them it, it's not going to be important to emphasize it in the church because they're not facts, doing it facts i think that's a setup i think that's set up from the enemy i i, oh, I really yeah. do i think Big the time. enemy know is just like licking his chops and just like okay like great oh he loves that right great oh, yeah they don't because you can be married and have married couples in the church and nobody knows what's going on in their home right and i'm not saying that everybody has to know what's going on in your home but they're what I mean by that is they're different at home than they are at church. At church, they can be lovey-dovey. And we've seen that. We've had people that we've counseled come to us and say, hey, we just need a little bit of help. Everything's fine. We meet with them two or three times. And they leave. And they didn't keep it with 100 with us. Mm-hmm. And so they they end up divorcing. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, one's cheating or one's texting some other person. And, and, and they have all these issues at home. And I was like, well, you, you know. If you don't tell the truth, who cares? That's on you. I mean, I, you, you wasted our time, but you wasted your time not telling the truth. But with that said, people don't know what's going on in people's homes. And, and, and if it's not emphasizing the church, like, hey, handle your business, take care of business. Husbands should be doing this. Wives should be doing that. It, it, it's, it should be emphasized. Oh, yeah. Big time. I think it's, I mean, and the devil loves that. The devil wants to, you know, um, break up the marriages because like you said if, if if the marriage is done then the family's done the kids are going to be you know broken then what happens then it lingers on to the into the church they don't have strong marriages strong marriages are the foundation you know what i mean i love you know like what elo said when you know she spoke um and i know we're going to be saying names at People that Ellos goes to our church. Yes. She, she, she they're they're assistant pastors, and she, they came to the class. Mm-hmm. They came to the class, and you know she she just said like you know she wants a good foundation. She doesn't want she she said I don't want to be on crack. You know, like <laughs> which was like that was so cool. Like you know, like I don't want to be. She don't. She what she said. She said. Uh, you need a good foundation without in, any cracks. Without right? any cracks, and I don't want to be on crack. crack. 
<laughs> I was like, that was great. It was so good. I was like, dang, Ella, you got to speak next time for a women's thing. But I mean, I thought that was perfect. Yeah. Like, Made I mean, sense. yeah. Totally. And th- that's what the devil wants. He wants the foundations of marriages and homes and families to be cracked. You know, that way, how is that going to be, you know, a benefit for our church? Nothing. Yeah. The the, the emphasis that you said and that you made uh, about how, how, you know, Jesus is is the groom and, and the church is the bride and, and how that's so important throughout the Bible that, that it, it says that, you know, and, and I mean, that's a, that's a great emphasis on that. And, and, and it's so important. So that should be important to us that if he's saying that, that means that that union is is important. Oh, yeah. It's it, there, And there's no other union like it. Nope. Nothing. Right. I, I think <laughs> we're probably going ahead again. But I think people think that it's just a, a, a closer friendship or it's just for sex or it's just for companionship or it's just to cohabitat. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's deeper than all those things. And I, I don't think people always realize how important and how sacred marriage is. Oh, yeah. It is so important. And, and like you said, I mean, you know, you're, you can play it off in church. Yeah. You can play it off. But, you know, like. Who's really looking at you is your family, right? Yeah. Your kids, you know, your wife, you know, and so like church, going to church is amazing. Going in and, and hearing from God and worshiping God is like the most amazing thing. But if you're going to go home and then you're just this, you know, this couple that just, oh, you know, we don't care or whatever. Um, your kids are looking at that. Right. You know, your kids are saying like, man, you know, like mom and dad, like they are fighting or they're this or, you know, like, no. Yeah. Like, you know, like I want, you know, and me, we always talk about this, like, yes, we want our, our marriage to be a reflection of the Lord for sure. You know, but who do we want it to, to show that the most to is to Ash and Cam. Yeah. You know, like their opinion of our marriage is what matters the most. Because they live here in this house. They see the real us, you know? I, I hope not very much longer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Karen. He's like, oh, why are you kicking me out, man? I'd be lo- I can stay long. I'm just messing with you. But I, I think you're right. I mean, look, I love, and, and, and they'll hear this, but we love and we'll go in our room and we'll just be really happy when they say good things about us. Oh, yeah. Or when Ash tells her friends, like, oh, my parents have a great marriage. Like, they, they, they truly love each other. And we've always been, not that we fight in front of them or anything like that, but they, they know when there's something going oh, on. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, 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 or and, like, uh, when, like when Ash or Cam would be like, so what's up with you and Dad? <laughs> and I'd be like, what? And I'm like, nothing. And then they're like, yeah, something's up because, you know, you guys are not really talking. Like they're so used to me and you being so like close and talking all the time and doing things together that when they see like we're taking a break, yeah. they're like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "Like Ash all the time." So what's wrong? And I'm like, "I don't gotta tell you anything," <laughs> you know. But I love when they, I love when they, when they say good things about our yeah. marriage. And it's always like in passing. Oh, I was telling so and so, and I was yeah. telling, yeah, my my parents have a great marriage, or you know, I'm gonna be like you guys, and I'm just like, I'm I'm. That blesses my heart oh my more than anything because that's when it that's when it's really real. That's when it, you're like, okay, if there's anything that I've done right, 
that's it right there. Right. I set a good example for my kids. And I, and like you said, I love when they, when they ask, you know, well, what, what's going on? They mostly ask you. They don't ask me too much because <laughs> I'm just quiet. But they'll ask you what's going on. Da, 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 da. And like the other day, we were, we, we were, not the other day, a couple of weeks ago, we were like a little distant for a little bit. And then, you know, Ash was like seeing us. And then we, we made up and we're laying in bed and we're watching a movie. And she goes, oh, little lovebirds. Oh, they're all, in love they're again. They're in love again. Look at this. I'm like, <laughs> get out of here, man. Shut up. But I think that's real. Oh, yeah. And that's marriage. And that's it's not always just one perfect ride. There's different things. There's different struggles. And I think early on in our, when we started having the kids and stuff, I think that we always said we were going to keep it real. We weren't going to be, you know, just just behind closed doors. Obviously, there's things that you don't need to tell them and they don't yeah, need to be course. involved in. But I think there was times when we, we, we were just like, yeah, we we are a little upset right now. We mm-hmm. are we are going through the things. We'll be, we'll be fine. And I think with them, they have an assurance like, okay, this is not life or death. This is not, uh, they're not going to get divorced. It's not going to break yeah. up our family. But they're going through a little struggle and they'll get through it. I think that sets a good example that, hey, you, you go through things, you battle things, but you're going to get through them. Oh, yeah. Yep. And I mean, and the greatest gift is is knowing that our example is something that they're going to take with them in their marriage. You know, again, not perfect. And improve upon yes. what they've seen in us. Yes. Right. Whatever they, they want to be better at, they can do it. Yes. Not perfect. So they're going to take some things or they're going to change some things, right, for the better, like exactly what you just said. But the fact that we do have some qualities that they will take means like everything to us yeah i i definitely love that i think we've created a good thing here i mean it's not easy the lord has helped us a lot we've we fought for for what we have and i think you have to fight for good things in your life and die and die so (laughs) you have to die right I, i i mean the word's very clear in that right in ephesians 5 you know what i mean it it says women submit to your husbands but it says husbands love your wife like christ loved the church and we all know what christ did for the church he died so well he asked women to submit which i think you know a lot of men out there probably use that scripture a lot hey woman submit to me right but but he's asking you to die but i i think realistically you do die for one another you do give up your own wants i think that's a a big thing in, in outside of the church Right, because everybody tells you, "Hey, look out for self, your well, well-being, everything about you." And there is some things that you gotta, you gotta, you know, work on in yourself, and and, and things like that. But I think it's it's a real selfish thing. It's a real prideful yeah. thing. And, and and when you get married, you kind of lay that down because oh, yeah, it's not about to. my feelings no more. It's not about my needs anymore it's about your needs mm-hmm. and i think it the way it's set up is different than from what the it's definitely different from what the world sets up the world sets up hey take care of yourself first and then you can take care of somebody else no the way it's set up here within a marriage is i'm fulfilling all your needs i'm there for you for everything you need and you're there for everything that i need and all my needs and 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 we're laying down our lives for one another mm-hmm. and in doing that there's something great about that Oh, yeah. Right? Because then our, our needs are met. Yep. And then that's where, where you can say, like, oh, man, we've been married all these years. You know, man, that's awesome. How, there was a lot of working on your marriage. There was a lot of 
ups, downs. There was a lot of, you know, dying to self, you know, like, I mean, so you don't just get to some something and not there's not be no sacrifice. There has to be sacrifice in, in anything you do in life, you know, so. Yeah, it, it, yeah there's been <laughs> <laughs> there's been a lot of sacrifice. I, I think early on, you don't you don't realize what you have to do. No, I, I, I didn't realize that. I, I, I think, you know, you, you think you're sacrificing, right? Yeah. I think I think guys think they're sacrificing because they're doing the bare minimum. And the bare minimum is what? Hey, I go to work. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's food in the fridge. There's a roof over our head. What's the problem? You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. we get into that mode of like, you know, like I'm here. You know, I take the kids to practice. We go to church. What else do you need? Right? And I think that, but that's the bare minimum. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what you should be doing. That's your obligation to do that stuff when you get married. But I think the extra stuff of making sure your wife's protected, making sure your wife's covered, making sure your wife is good spiritually, emotionally, physically—you know—it it is is key. Oh yeah, right. And I I think that that's those are the things. That's the extra where I I kind of say it's not about me; it's about her. Oh well. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. And then, you know, like, like what you said, like, oh, like, you know, I'm only going off of what you said, like for a man, because I don't want to speak for men. But you do hear that a lot from the men is, hey, I go to work. I work hard. So you wouldn't be going to work and working hard with if you weren't married. (laughs) Wait, what? Okay. Like, like it's a bare necessity, you know, and then for women, you know, like, I mean, you got to respect your husband, you know, you got to, you know, respect your husband. And am, am I going too far? No, no you will go wherever okay. you want. You know, you got to respect your husband so that, you know, he can give you that love that you want, you know, because like we always say, you know, women want love, men want respect. And it's true. And it's not, it's not saying, okay, well, I'm only going to give my husband respect. There's no love behind it. No, it's, it's not, not that. Yeah. And just like, Oh, we're well, only going to give my wife love, no respect. You or, know? or, or it's uh, the type of respect we think it is, like from from, from the street. Yeah, exactly. Show me respect, eh? <laughs> it's not that type of respect, no. right? I, I mean, we say it all the time. Men, men want to be respected like women want to be loved. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, we we rather say, you know, uh, what's what do you always say? We ra- the men rather say. Uh, the, the, the men rather hear the wives say, I respect you before they say, I love you. Oh, yeah. It's a fact. Right? And the and, and the women vice versa. Like the mm-hmm. women want to hear, I love you, is the way the men like to say, I respect you. And it's not in those terms, right? Yeah, it's, no. It's not really, that we don't really talk like that, like, I respect you. No, but to show some regards, to show some respect to the husband, like, hey, I respect what you do. I love what you do. I, I acknowledge that stuff. That's what men need. And, and it means more to them than actually the wife saying i love you oh yeah oh yeah like i mean what do you respect your husband for you know if you're disrespecting him because he goes to work and he works hard that's it you know but there should be more things that you respect your husband for you know like who he is you know his his character his you know like um you know how, the type of dad he is like I, I could go down the list you know and men love that men want to Hear some aff- that some affirmation, some affirmation, like, you know, like we talk about it in the class all the time, you know, men love to hear that and men want to see that, you know, but if you are 
a woman begging for love, like, man, my husband's not showing me any love, you know, and, and what is all the things that go down from love is like all the affection, the attention, you know, like all that just ties into love, right? Well, my husband doesn't give me attention. He doesn't love me. He did this and that, but you're not even willing to respect him, you mm. know, like, well, it can't, it doesn't work like that. It, you got to give both ways. Yes. You got to give both. I, I think it's hard for men to love. You know what I mean? I think because it goes against everything we are, especially mm-hmm. man, manly men, right? I, I think all the little stuff. And this is what I had to learn. <laughs> this is one of the things I had to learn a lot. I don't, I'm transparent about it. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. So, 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 so the, the, the little things, right? The note writing, you know, the, the, the buying you little gifts, the, 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 the to us, it's cheesy, right? To a lot of guys that are listening to this, it's cheesy. They probably already passed this podcast up and went to Jocko or some other, <laughs> some other, some other podcast, right? So, so they, they, it's cheesy, but women like that. It's hard for us to, to, to get into that mode of like, this is what my wife likes. Mm-hmm. And it might be cheesy to me, but she loves it. And I, I win these little, what do we call it? Those little love units, right? I, and they start to build up inside of you. And the more I do it, it's just stacking them. I'm just stacking these little love units in your heart, right? Stacking them. Stacking them, man. Just like, like chips. Right, right? And I keep, you know, and it's easier for you to turn around and respect me when I do that. And, oh, vice, yeah. and vice versa. When you show me respect or acknowledgement or affirmation and you're, you're giving me those things, I'm like, I want to do more for her. Like, man, this is, and I think that's the whole thing. You start doing more for each other. And if you're both doing your job, you'll be fulfilled. You'll, mm-hmm. all your needs will be met. It's, and, and it's not like I have to tell you, Hey, fulfill this need. No, you already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, and then it trickles down to, I mean, <laughs> sex, you know, a lot of, a lot of marriages are sexless because why? Because respect, love, affection, affection, all these things are missing, right? And then they're complaining, yeah, we don't have a good sex life. Well, hello, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to go into sex super fast, but I'm just using that as an example. Well, you you usually do go into sex super (laughs) fast. Hey, Cam, close yours over there. I mean, I just want to love and show affection. Shut up. You know what I mean? You just want to always jump right in. I'm just... Shut. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is, you know, and for the audience, Cam doesn't care. We talk about this stuff all the time in front of our kids and it doesn't even phase them. They just shake their head. So if any people out there are acting oh my like, God. oh, my God, they're talking about sex and their son is right there. How dare them? Chill. It's, yeah, chill. Okay. So anyhow, um. See, now I forgot what I was saying. Sex. This is sex. And, and, and giving affection and, and showing respect and giving love and doing the extra of leading up to sex. Yeah. So, like, it's, like, all that combined together, right? It's, like, a lot of couples, they're missing. They're missing, like you said, when you love on me, you know, a text, uh, you know, playing with my hair. Um, li- I mean, I'm talking, those are little things, right? But they add up. They add up. Right. And so it's like, it makes me want to do everything for you. Like, I want to take care of you. You know, like, I've always had that in me to take care of my husband, you know, because 
my mom is like the ultimate, <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate take care of your man, girl. Like that's my mom caters to my dad. And you know that. Yeah. A little too much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's all I've ever known. Right. But it's, but it's helped you be an awesome wife. So that's, I mean, you know, so my mom had ever since the time I've been married to you, my mom, are you taking care of David? You know, it was always, always about you, never about me, which was very <laughs> strange. But anyhow, but I've always I'm had your favorite. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've always had that in me to take care of you. Um, but man, when you deposit all those things inside of me, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's more, I want to, I want to be the best wife I can be for you. First, unto God, because that's the most important thing to me. You know, I want to honor God, but because you're so good to me, you know what I mean? And why wouldn't I want to do those things for a man that's so good to me? I, I, I think it, you're right on, on the point of honoring God. Like, sometimes I wonder, you know, and I, and I know there's couples that have problems and they're seeking help and they want to do the right thing, right? But I think the couples that are the man or the wife that doesn't want to change, that's just rude and, and, and maybe disrespectful do not love their spouse right i mean can you really say that you're saved that you love god that you, that you have a relationship with god because it totally goes against the everything in the word oh yeah you know what i mean like every everything in the word and, and men tell me that all the time like you know like hey man my you know there's a great scripture in peter it's 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 you know tr basically treat your wife right so your prayers won't be hindered and I tell men like that all the time. Like, how are you treating your wife? Are you treating her good? Because they'll ask me, like, man, I've been praying for this. I don't know what's going on, man. Da, da, da. How you treat your wife, bro? Uh, well, uh, uh, we, we have some problems, whatever. And it's like, no, like, how do you treat your wife? Mm -hmm. This doesn't say you have problems. They say, hey, treat your wife good. Your prayers won't be hindered. I mean, so it, it, it's, it's throughout the Bible of how we treat each other. And I always wonder, like, People that don't treat their spouse right, like how do you how do you do that? And then still come to church, say you're a believer, say you love God, and your your marriage is in shambles. And I'm not talking about the people that constantly strive to get better. I'm not talking about the people that are, are not trying to work their way to yeah. a better marriage because props to them, and it Heck takes yeah. time sometimes. Yeah. And you're going through things, but people that just have a disregard for their spouse and and, and just say no, I'm not going to change. This is this is the way I am. Mm -hmm. that old school mentality, this is the way I am, I'm not going to change. That's, that's that's crazy to me. Oh, yeah, it is so crazy. And it's just like, you know, why? I mean, it's biblical, right? It's biblical. Um, you know, women respect your husbands. Men love your wives the way Christ loved the church, right? It's right there in God's word. Simple. I mean, so simple, right? But you will have people that just be like, no. Like, I mean, I, I, I can't respect him, you know, or, or you're in, you know, I mean, I'm going to talk for women right now. Like there's so many women that treat their husbands like little kids, like little boys, holding them, um, hollering at them, belittling them, um, you know, and it's like, what the heck, yeah. you know, and, and you're a saved woman and you're walking around like that. No, we, as, as couples, we need to cover our marriage, you know, like I want to cover you and as far as like my prayer life, um, how I'm respecting you, how I'm taking care of the home. That's how I cover you. But you cover me in a whole nother level, right? right. Of yeah, I mean that's the the, the, the covering is the, is a big thing. Mm -hmm. We always say that it's, it, it's God, it's the husband, 
covering the wife after that. It's God's, God's covering the whole house. Then it's me covering you and the kids. And then it's you covering the kids. And, and there's a protection there. There's a, there's a looking out for that's, that's, we didn't make that up. No, that was God's order, Mm -hmm. right? That and men sometimes don't occupy that position. They don't, they don't occupy the position. That's your position to occupy. That's the order to be in. It doesn't mean that I'm any uh, greater than you, right? It doesn't mean, it just means that that's the role I fill here. And I, I think people get mixed up when they, when they think about the husband, like he's some dictator, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it, and, and he's, he's the, you know, like, like shouting out orders in the house. I'm just the head of the household, right? I'm the headship of the house. Doesn't mean that I'm, I'm the, the leader of everything in the house. And I think that's huge because I think people get mixed up with headship and leadership. Mm-hmm. The Bible says that the, the husband is the head of the house, right? So if I'm the head, that means I just keep things in, in, in some order. But I allow you, I allow you to flourish in, in areas that you're good at. Even good to the point of you're better than them at, than me, right? So a, a good headship would say, hey, Melissa, you're a good leader at uh, planning things. You're a good leader at the atmosphere in our home. You're a good leader at really connecting with the kids. And I let you excel in those things. Why? Because I lack in those things. That doesn't mean that, you know, like like I'm relinquishing my headship. That means I'm relinquishing leadership and le- allowing you to flourish in those areas. And I think that, that that's the way it's supposed to be. You know, it, it's we're... we're we're companions. We're working together in this. You know, it doesn't mean you're any less. It doesn't mean that you're any more. You know, we we always say that when God made woman, he took her from the side of Adam. He made Eve from the side of Adam. Didn't take him from the head to rule over him. Didn't take him to the feet to be underneath him. It's from the side. Mm-hmm. And I think that's uh, the covering is, is, is huge. Yeah. And I don't mind submitting to that because your mission is God's mission. And it's like, you know, so for all the women out there, like, you know, like, oh, you know, women power and all that stuff. That doesn't mean I'm any less. It doesn't mean I, I am. I know who I am in Christ. You know what I mean? And so it doesn't mean just because I'm su- submitting to my husband that I'm some scared little girl that's just like, you know, I'm just submitting. OK, no, I I submit to you because the mission that you're after you're you're after god's mission so why wouldn't i want to submit to that and submitting doesn't mean that you're putting like you said you're putting me down and all these things right you give me my role in the home which is amazing right so for all the women out there don't freak out a lot of women freak out with that submitting part it's like calm down don't get your panties all in a bunch chill out okay you know like you're still a woman you're still you know but don't try to take the leadership role in your home right don't it's the not headship role the headship role yeah. yes you could take some leadership yes, role the, exactly the the, 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 the home uh, you lead the home what do i do here like i'll fix things <laughs> but the, the atmosphere of the home that's up to you yeah cam mom leads the atmosphere in this place right mom has a good attitude she brings joy and peace when she wants to bring the family together she cooks something really good we all come together you're great at that you know you you told us the other day where when it's a something special a birthday or our father's day or things like that it's always super special because why because you're doing it <laughs> but when when it's your day 
Mother's Day or your birthday. It's very hard for us to like really put something together that's just like, hey, this is great, <laughs> excellent, fun. Because we're not good at that. And, and, and it's very clear. And I think you were like a little upset about that <laughs> before. But I was like, love, you have to realize like you're the best at putting the atmosphere together of the home. You just know the balloons and it'll be a cake and it'll be like, hey, we're going to, to, to Benihana's with the family at this day and we're, we're going to be here and then we're going to go to the movies at the after and it's I have it all planned and it's like, great, I don't have to do nothing but pay. <laughs> <laughs> but when we try to do it, it's just, it's always like, it, it just does not flow. I'm so dead. It does not flow and it's just like, we, we <laughs> love you and we want it to flow, right? We want it to be good. Right, Ken? We want it to just be good and you just be blessed. And it always kind of just goes, it starts good. and <laughs> But anyways, but you're good at that stuff. And, and, and so I think the, 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 the headship, it's like a good, um, it's like a good owner of a company. A good owner of a company realizes right off the bat that he's not always going to be good at everything in the company. He can't. He can't yeah. be good at the manufacturing. He can't be good at the managing. He can't be good at HR. He can't be good at hiring. He can't. There is. He, he can't be good at sales. There, he's good at maybe a couple of those things, but he realizes that he's not good at everything. A good owner says, "I need to hire somebody that's good at this." And even if that person is better than him at it, he he doesn't care. He hires him. Or, or, or at a church, a pastor would say, mm -hmm. "That guy's good at that." You know what I mean? I'm gonna put him in that role. True. Because a good pastor will do that because why? Because he has good headship and he realizes that guy's a good leader and can lead that team or can lead that group mm -hmm. and he'll put them in that position. So I, I, I think it, the leadership headship thing is big to me. It's, it's really oh, yeah. big. I mean, and you're a great leader. You're the, how you lead our home is amazing. And like people out there may be thinking like, I'm only saying this cause I'm on this podcast and, I have to make ourselves look good. And no, I'm not, I'm not at all. We were transparent about us being not perfect. So, but you are an amazing leader. Well, I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah, so I have no problem like, you know, like submitting. I have no problem with taking care of you. I have no problem with letting you lead. You know what I mean? But there is a lot of women out there that do have that problem and they want to take on that role. And it's like, why would you want to do that? You know, I mean, and so demeaning to their husbands and so like, I mean, and you see those men and they're, they're, you know, they, they're emasculated. Yes. And the women think it's all cute being a boss lady oh, and all God. these other things. They think it's all cute. That ain't cute. I mean, but they're Michael Kors purse. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm done. Yeah. It, it, it is not cute. It's not cute at to, all. To, for one, it's not cute for them to brag that, that, that they have their 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 husband's nuts in, in in their purse. Oh yeah, right. But 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 there's women out there that like to say those things. Oh yeah, and like to act that way. Oh yeah, that, I know that's a that that's figuratively. But, oh yeah, but but literally they act like that. Oh yeah, and it's it's such an ugly spirit. It's a spirit. It's so ugly, and it's so obvious. I mean, you see it around you see you see it in church and it's not the order no it's not it's not the order at all okay but but this is the thing though too sometimes the men doesn't are not doing their job no they're not doing their job that doesn't give the woman the right to act like that mm -hmm. but sometimes a woman has to take a headship role because the dude is not doing his job so question though 
Okay. If the dude's not doing his job and the woman just takes on that role, then what about the times where he wants to or the times where he wants to change, but the homegirls are already used to to to, to That's a tough calling one. shots and doing all these things. Like so I mean, are you as a woman supposed to take that role? Are you are you just supposed to continue to be that Proverbs thirty one woman mm. and that and what is that you know she takes care of her home you know um, all those things you know like I can't read it right now I don't know it word for word for word I but you. you know what I mean like um, so what happens with that uh, okay so I think yeah so when 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 marriages go for a long time and around like that it it takes. It takes either a, a a huge, you know, uh, 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 circumstance or something to happen for them to turn that around, mm-hmm. or you know, it, it takes a lot of work for turning that around because sometimes the 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 man will allow the woman to run the household forever, mm-hmm. right, and not give them any, not give them the headship. And like I said, there are certain things that women are really great at, and they mm-hmm. and, and they fill those roles. But to have the headship to be uh, uh, the leader of the home spiritually, he doesn't. He doesn't have to be verbally. Mm-hmm. He, he he can be a, a a quiet man, but speak volumes when he does speak. Right? Yeah. I think I think that's two different things right there. So when it does happen like that, I think the women. It depends the women's heart too. Like where is it at? Is it like the I'm a boss? You know what? Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know I'm running this. Da, da, da. Is it that attitude or is it the attitude of, hey, I'm good at this stuff. He doesn't really do that. This stuff, he lets me run it. Like, like the man doesn't always have to run the money, mm-hmm. right? The, if the wife's good at running the money, by all yeah. means, go for it, right? For sure. Like, like we, there's things in our with our money that we changed. Mm-hmm. Here's the budget. You, you know, you, you say I need this. Got it. You figure it out. There, I give you the money. You figure it out. Boom. There's other parts of the money that I worry about, right, and I take care of. But I think there's. It just depends on the attitude of the of the spouse. You know what I mean? Where is that? Men do it all the time too. Like it's my way. That's it. They don't listen to their wife, right? We we're, we're I learned the hard way. You have a great spirit of discernment. You're able to discern things. I wouldn't always listen, and then you would come back and be like, "Yeah, I did feel that in my spirit." And you you were you didn't throw it in my face though. Mm-hmm. That's the difference, right? You would you would just remind me like, man, remember I I I told you that maybe that wasn't a great idea, or maybe we should look out for this person. Or it's probably not the best time to do that right now. And there would be times when I would force my way as head of the household, as leader, and just try to make it, you know, make it my way. Now I realize like, hey, I'm the head of the household. I can try to gear us over here, but I still go to you and say, love, do you feel anything about this? Like, what do you yeah, think? Can you sure. pray about this? I feel like you're a great leader in that and some discernment there to say, yeah, maybe not. So I think it's 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 working together and where the attitude is that helps. Yes. And I feel like if your husband isn't taking that lead, um, I feel like, and there's things obviously, like you said, a woman is good at, and, and maybe you had to take on some things, but I still feel like you should still give that position. You, sh- you know what I mean? Like yeah. still, even if your husband's not doing it, still like let him know or, or offer it to him, not just completely running the whole show you know what i mean yeah. like i feel like that's important i feel like you don't want to do that because then the man might just be like well you know 
Forget it. Yeah, forget it, you know. So still give that position um, even if he's not doing it, if right. that makes sense. It makes sense. Okay. Okay, so you want this is episode 69. <laughs> so you want Yeah, boom. <laughs> so you really wanted to talk about sex and sex within Let's the church. Let's talk about sex, babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's we can about- We can do that. Okay, so you wanted to talk about that. Well, I wanted to talk about, and and again, we're talking as believers, so maybe there might be some unbelievers that are going to listen to this and may not understand this, but I wanted to talk about sex and how weird it is in church. Right. How it's been made to be in church. Like, yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. I I think people first have to realize what sex is not. Sex is, is, is not for self gratification mm-hmm. right it's not for my myself it's not sex is not pornography sex is not between the same sex right sex is is for man and woman that are married mm-hmm. and that's the best thing right that yeah. is the best thing so i think when people get sex they they don't know what sex is supposed to be they have a weird whether before they were saved and they bring it in, right? They have this weird thing about sex and it might be an ugly thing because of abuse. It might be an ugly thing because of molestation or something like that. It might be an ugly thing because they had bad experiences before they came to Christ, whatever. But sex is a beautiful thing given from God to a husband and wife to share. Yes. I mean, it, it, it is. And I think people don't have a, a good definition of it there, there's there been people in our classes that thought sex was a was a, was a bad thing mm-hmm. and i'm like no it's a good thing god gave oh, this yeah. to 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 you and your spouse to enjoy mm-hmm. to have a good time and i think people are just like in this world sex is just made into evil because the, the devil has taken sex and turned it into lust and turn it into perversion perversion and self-gratification and 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 it's just it's out of control more than ever right now right and i think so people that starts to creep into the church creep into the minds of the church but it's it's not that yeah and like you know since we're on the marriage talk you know what i mean um that's why i think it's important to talk about it because it's like once you say that word Christians, believers, they freak out. Like, it's like, it's like if it's some bad thing, like, you know, but everything that you just said right now is what sex is, right? And yep. what sex is not. Like, how beautiful is sex? Like, you know, um, again, I'm talking about this in front of my son because he's done her, he hears it all the time from me, you know, and from us. Like, we have no problem talking about sex, you know, and we don't make it weird this whole thing of it being this weird <laughs> thing amongst the church it has to stop right i mean it just blows my mind the things that i hear i'm just like okay so i'll start off with this yeah i was at a bridal shower and the young girl and the, 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 these are church people you know so the young girl she's in young in her 20s you know, she's opening up all her things, you know, and at a bridal shower, you know, there's lingerie and, you know, there's all that type of cool stuff. So <laughs> I'm laughing because your face, I'm so sorry. Whatever. <laughs> What's wrong with my face? Mr. 69. <laughs> well, <laughs> wow. Mr. 69. Here we go. Anyhow. Okay. So, um, 
I'm I'm at this bridal shower, and so the young girl's opening up her gifts or whatever. So this older woman next to me says, "Oh my gosh, you know, um, oh, because I think she opened up and it was a book." And so I, I, I couldn't see like what the book said or whatever. So then the woman next to me says, oh, yeah. Oh, good. She got a book because the church kids need books on on sex because they don't know what to do when they get married. And I'm like, huh? Like, wait, what? Yeah, they need books. Like, you know, all the young people, when they get married, they, they need these books because a lot of them are having a hard time, you know, in, with, with sex, you know, and stuff. So they need these books. And I was like, no, no, no. Okay, wait a minute. This is all weird. So um, I was like, no, you know, like, I mean, I got married, you know, like we were both virgins. I mean, and then, so I said, right, that I was like, oh, we... Me and Dave were both, were both virgins. We know we knew what to do, you know. And so, like that, like offended the woman, and she was like, "Well, don't get ghetto," you know. Like I was like, "It ain't about being ghetto. Those are facts," you know. Right. So I started to e- think, even animals know what to do. That's what I was just gonna say. It's a natural thing, right. but I'll tell you why. Tell me. Those young people, according to that woman, supposedly need books. Why? Because sex is is this shameful thing in church. Right. Sex is this bad thing in church, right? Oh, my God, you know. So these young kids that are getting married that are acting like that, it's because they're so shameful of it. They're not, they're not you know, in tune with that because why? The, the church has made it seem like it's some bad thing. Don't talk about sex. Oh, my God, don't, nothing. You know, then on the opposite, you have the world telling you all the things that sex is not. All the perversion right. and everything that comes along with the way the world, you know. So these kids that are growing up in church, they have it jacked up. Because the world is telling them how perverted it is. And so, and but as a church, we're we're letting the world take over. On what these kids, church kids, can talk about sex or to think about sex is what the world gives us. And that's all perversion. So I was thinking about that and I was like, man, that's just so weird, you know? Like, it just, it has to stop, you know? Well, well, the problem is it's, it's, it's difficult for people to talk about sex in the church, right? They talk about don't fornicate, don't commit adultery. But what do they talk about to people that are getting married, are thinking about getting married, are teaching the young people, young adults, you know, young adults, you know, mean, you're not teaching on. them anything like really what sex is and, and, and what it needs to be in, in within the marriage, you know, bedroom. You know what I mean? It's yes. it, it, under under God. Right. And, and how God looks at it. You know, people have weird, weird things about sex, you know, just just like some people have said it's a it's a ministering to your to your spouse you know it, yeah it, when it, i hear that type of stuff it just that it, is it just, just it just stuff. gets real weird and i tell we tell people all the time sex is a great time between you and your spouse it's a special time it's a it's a it's a it's a uh a, a great time a fun time it's it's an exciting time it's a it's a physical great feeling time it's pleasure for it's you pleasure. and your all this stuff and I think because I think what you said, pleasure. I think when we think pleasure, we think, oh, that's that's evil. We're, we're, we're not. And, and I tell him, look, I don't think God, he created this. We yes. didn't make this. No. This is something that, that man didn't make. God created this yes. for husband and wife to get married. And I think he says, hey, you're married. Have fun, kids. I'm out. Yep. <laughs> and he, and yep. that's it. It's very simple. 
but because it got so watered down, perverted, and, and it kind of creeped into the church. We don't talk about it. It gets weird, you know, and it's just like, no, you have to be very transparent. Look, before marriage, it's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. It affects you. But if after marriage, you know, it's it's like the devil wants to to try to make, before you get married, try to make you have sex with everybody and anybody, right? Mm-hmm. And then after you get married, what is he trying to do? He's trying to stop you from having sex with your spouse. Mm -hmm. So, and and just because he's doing that, that tells you how important it is. Oh, yeah. It's very important. So important. And it's like, you know, um, I think, of course, you're not going to just be at church and, Oh yeah, I'm talking about sex in the in the lobby. I mean, it doesn't go down like that. I mean, you know, so don't. Freak. I hope it doesn't. <laughs> so people don't freak out. It's not what I'm saying here, but what I'm saying in the right setting, to where you know what I mean, and obviously age appropriate. Let's right. like, come on, let's keep it real here. But it should be talked about. You know what I mean? It should be part of premarital. It should be part of a marriage class. It should be part of some young adult ministry. You know what I mean? On, you know, like, of course, you're going to talk about, no, you shouldn't have sex before marriage. But what is sex really? Yeah, you that, know what that's, I mean? that's the problem. I think in, in church, what do you do? You have your little purity thing. Just don't have sex before you get married. Nothing's explained. No. You know, the benefits of, of being with one person your whole life. Why is that important? Uh, talking about the perversion going on in the world, you know, and, and why that's not good. Mm-hmm. And what you allow, pornography, online stuff into your mind, how that could affect you. I think those are all things you have to include in that discussion with young people, you know, and, and, within the church yeah and don't make it all weird yeah it's all weird you know and then what about too for like the the young girl or, or dude that you know made some mistakes and right. had sex before marriage and then they come to church and then church makes it weird yeah oh you, you know have to be pure and, and so and it's like well i i don't feel pure exactly I, i've had sex already so then they feel all shameful and they feel all weird about it you know so why are we doing that why are we why as believers do we shame sex we should be letting you know them know like what how beautiful it is it's the only relationship that you can have and you're able to do it yeah that's that's crazy when you're married that's that you can have every other relationship, but this, sex is what separates yes. every other relationship, right? Yes. Because it's just between you and your spouse. Mm-hmm. It's it's an amazing thing. And, I, and yes. I think people have to realize, first of all, what sex is, what's God's intention for sex, and what sex is not. Mm-hmm. And once they once they learn that, then, then they have a better understanding. Still would be difficult not to have sex if you're dating somebody for a very long time. That That's just part mm-hmm. of our flesh. That's part of being a human. And it's like anything else. It, it is a very strong force. And it can be difficult. But you have to refrain or get married, do whatever. That's another thing, too. I think people think like, hey, get married. Because you, you, if you're going to have sex, just get married. You know, and, and I think sometimes that it's like, man, like, I don't know if that's the best idea or the best advice. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's it difficult. Yeah, it does. You know, so it's like, like, please, believers christians please stop making that such a weird thing right it's not weird it's it's a beautiful thing that a man and woman share when they're married quit making it a shameful disgusting word because it's not god invented it god created it so quit it boom god invented it. that's all i had to say about that all right nice (laughs) 
So, and we've already been going like an hour and a half here. Yeah, I think we should wrap it up. <laughs> okay, let, we, we, Cam's going, let's wrap this sex talk up, man. I don't know. Sorry, Cam. He's like, you know I'm I mean? hungry. Because of sex is why you're here. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, you're hungry too, right? Okay, but you had some questions. Yeah, so I put on my Instagram, um, hey, you know, if anyone has some marriage uh, questions uh, for a marriage podcast, you know, like, um, put them right here and your name won't be said. Okay. Just the questions will be. Okay, so we're not going to do the Furious Five this time, Kim. We're just going to give these. What? You wanted to do the Furious Five? Well, I thought you were going to come at me with the Furious Five. Oh, okay. So you oh, wanted... so you're not even prepared for Furious Five. I'm always prepared. <laughs> yeah, right. That's my job. As, <laughs> we'll see. That's my job as the host of the Street Gospel Podcast to be prepared. Are you How? prepared? Furious Five. Your the... hair. It's sticking out right there. I know you're going to get mad in the, in the behind right there. There right you go. There? Okay. See, I'm looking out for you. Thanks, That's what I do. Okay, let's do Let's do these okay. questions first. I won't. I won't. We won't do a lot. Okay. We'll just do a give few. Me your, give me your top three. Top three? Yeah. Might be top four, okay? Okay. Okay, so I better hide my phone so no one sees who they were from. Okay, first one. Okay, my husband puts everyone before me, even my kids. Is that okay? Definitely not okay. Definitely not okay. Listen, your wife, your spouse comes before your kids. Boom. It's a fact, okay? If I put the kids in front of you, that means you're behind the kids. And that's not the order that God put it in. I put you in front of them. If me and you are good, they'll be good. And we're better for them. And we're better for them. Mm -hmm. But if I'm putting them first, a lot of households do that. Yeah. The kids run the household. Oh, yeah. And they even run the marriage. That's oh, yeah. not the intention that God made. That's not what he that He intended. That, that This is... This is not the order. The order is no. the headship, the husband, the wife, and together they're working. The marriage comes first because if the marriage is strong, then the kids will see that and that'll be strong. The foundation. It's the foundation again. Yep. Don't be on crack. Don't be on crack. It's whack. All right. Okay. The second one is. Okay. Why did I put these on my phone? The second one is best advice on how to avoid useless arguments. Best advice on how to avoid useless arguments. Take a knee. <laughs> Take a knee. Okay, if, if, if your spouse wants to have a useless argument and you realize it's useless, it's unfruitful, it just doesn't make sense, then if it's so useless, then say to yourself, just let her win. Okay, love, got it. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it, right? Because it, if it, if it's useless, then, then then why do I need to argue it? It's just, yeah, it's not going to go nowhere. Yeah, and I think too, once you have been married and you gain some wisdom, you know when they're like me and you. There's times where we're like, okay, there's a lot of times when I realize that you're trying to start a fight for no reason. Shut up. And it's useless, and so I just go, you know what? I'll be back. I'm going to jujitsu. I'm going to choke some guys out, and then I'll come back and I'll be better for you. Hush. Let's be but real. that's true sometimes. But yeah. But what I'm saying is that me and you recognize like, okay, this is dumb. And we completely like stop it. Like it could be like in the middle of it. And then we're like, okay, this is dumb. Right. Right. And then we just kiss each other and we're like, okay, let's just, you know, forget about it. Forget, now, forget about it. Forget about it, Donnie. Okay. Question number three. Number three. 
Should both working well, spouses... I like that you're squinting because you don't I have know, glasses. I know, I don't have my glasses. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Should both working spouses have checks deposited into the same bank account? Okay, so... Yes, but... Okay, so we have one main bank account, me yes. and you. And 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 you have that card. I have that card. That's that's the where where bills get paid. Mm-hmm. That's where uh, groceries get bought and, and and other needs for the house get done. Uh, and then you have a small bank account that you keep and that you have just for things that you need, right? And then I have a savings account, and we're very transparent and those are very open. All the cards we we share. There's mm-hmm. not. A, there's nothing that we hide from each other. I think it's in the intention. I think you need one household bank account. Yeah. If you want to have a little side bank account to save money or your, li- I mean, you have one because you have needs, hair done, nails done, Starbucks, whatever you, you need, you put it in there and that's fine. But I think couples, it's, it's the, in, in it's in the intention. Yeah. Why do you have two different bank accounts? Yeah. If it's to hide it's what hide. you're spending, if it's to hide how much is coming in, then that's wrong. Right. I mean, it depends on the the situation and the and the dynamic of like obviously the working situation because you're the breadwinner. So I only work three hours a day, right? Whoop de doo. <laughs> Shush. So like you said, my little check goes into the bank account and you always say just use it for whatever you need. Yeah. Right? So I don't need your money. <laughs> <laughs> but because you're the breadwinner, you you know, the, the, the bigger bank account, you know, that goes to like it's everything. Shared. Yeah, it's shared. So I, you know, use that card for the household needs and other different things like that. So I just think that if it's for hiding, if it's for secret stuff, I think no. But I think that it should be one bank account unless like you yeah. said, for like, what's the intention? What's the intention? Right. Yeah. You got okay. any more in there? I hope, hopefully we answered that good. Yeah. 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 I think it was, it was fine. Okay. Next one is, do you guys follow each other's GPS locations? Do we follow each other's GPS <laughs> locations? No. Now. I get it for like safety reasons, like you know what I sure. mean. I'm like a, I'm you know, big on safety, right? Yes, safety, Dave. Yes, like for the well-being of your spouse. But if it's because there's no trust, then that's something different. Yeah, that's deeper problems there. Yeah. So if you're following GPS because there's no trust, because you're wondering where your spouse is at all day and all night, there's a problem. Right. Yeah, if the, if the so. trust has been broken, you're following each other's GPS. If, if it's to that point, your problems are deeper than just tracking yeah. them. So, uh, no, we don't follow each other's GPS. You were out late the other night partying. No, you were meeting with the, w- one, Lindsay. Of, one of your friends <laughs> from church, right? Nice. She's going to be on the podcast one day. Uh, you were meeting with her. It, it, it was like 930. I'm like, yo. And I'm wondering, you know, and it's like 10. I go, Ash, have you heard from your mom? Can you text her for me? And then I think it was like 11 and I was like, yo, are you good? <laughs> you know, you were like, yeah, we're still talking. I'm, I'm wrapping it up. I'm leaving home right now. I went to bed. Right. I, I remember you coming home and giving me a kiss and telling me you made it. But yeah, but I, I don't think we we don't track that. But we're really we're very, 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 <laughs> very good about letting each other know where we're at and what time we'll be home. And 
we, we've always been good at it. I feel you trust me. If I say I'm going to go to jujitsu and I'm going to, you know, somewhere in Orange County or out east somewhere and I'm going to roll, you, you trust me that I'm there. And then yeah. I, I hit you up. Hey, I'm on my way home. I text you, whatever. So I think we're 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 not gone for yeah. days away from each other or even long periods of time other than work. True. So. Yeah, so hopefully we answered that one good. Yeah. Okay, so then there's... Um, and you're popular, man. You got a lot of questions right there. <laughs> uh, your spouse allowed to have friends of the opposite sex? Ooh. <laughs> okay, let's, let's, let's talk about this. Okay, so I have friends at work. You know them. They're the opposite sex. Now, there is a professionalism with that friendship, right? Obviously, when you're working somewhere for 15, 16, 17 years, you have a friendship that you built with yeah. the opposite sex. Okay, this is this is the this is the trick here, everybody. This is the trick here. Okay. And it's big on guys. And girls should know this too. None of those women are texting me to see how I'm doing today. Mm-hmm. They're not texting me and saying, Hey Dave, how are you? They're not texting me on the weekend, sending me pictures. There's, there's really no other connection than business stuff. Are we cordial at, at work? Of course. Are we friends? Hey, how's it going? Is everything cool? You know, uh, whatever. You know, oh, I, I went on vacation. Oh, that's awesome. But f- friendship is, is, is a no-no. When it gets into intimate conversations, yeah. when it gets into things that you do not need to be talking about, when you get into things that you would only talk to your spouse about, now you're talking to friends of the opposite sex Mm -hmm. so that's key second and i know you have a lot to talk about this on secondly is what is that person's intention to be your friend Mm -hmm. and and i'll just be 1000 men you know you know what your intention is if this chick's trying to be your friend and you know what that chick's intention is and she's trying to be your friend and if you sense anything or if you look at that woman and you're like wow she wants to be my friend then I'll tell you right now, you don't need to be friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and then, I mean, and then let's be real. If you have a friend and you're like, well, I'm not attracted to him or to her, but are they attracted to you? That's the problem. Okay. So that's one. Um, We hear this a lot and um, I think it's a lot of times, well, they were my friend before I got married. They were my best friend before I got married. Mm, Sorry that they could still be your you and your husband's friend you know what i mean but this whole like you said this whole texting each other you know going out to lunch together without your spouse i feel that's big no right you know because again like you said intimate conversation what do you do with it what do you do with if when i'm with my girlfriends we're having intimate conversation about right stuff right i'm pretty sure your best friend or your friend of the opposite sex when you're hanging out with them it's not just surface stuff yeah. You're talking about some deep stuff there, which right. from the opposite sex, the only one that you should be having those type of conversations with is your spouse. Right. Yep. Um, we hear this a lot from men. Well, I, I this is a big one. This is ridiculous. Oh, well, you know, especially from believe some believer men, Uh-oh. some Christian men. Oh, Ooh. well, you know, um, they're not saved. So like, you know, they're not believers. So I, I'm trying to lead her to Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I say this in the class all the time and everyone always laughs, but it's true. You are not Captain Save-A-Ho. Okay. Sorry. You are not Captain Save-A-Ho. 
there's a woman like that, then you don't save her. You don't want (laughs) to be saved. (laughs) You lead her to your wife. Then you say, hey, you know what? My wife, here's her number. Why don't you reach out to her? And the wife knows. Right. Yes. Because I l- l- let's be honest, I've had people, especially with this podcast, yes. reach out and say, hey, this is great. Yes. And I've said and if it's a female, I usually say, hey, great. Thanks for watching the show. Hey, by any, this is my wife's number. Or, hey, if you need to reach out to somebody, here's here's my wife. You can you can call her. She's very open. And there has been good women that have reached out to you and said, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I sure. think, you know, even with work people, you know. You, mm-hmm. if, they're, if, if they come up to you and they talk to you and they're trying to get to know you, I feel better about that. Like, man, like, yeah, okay, this person's intention is not evil, mm-hmm. right? It's not bad. Like, that's great. Okay, cool. And you can have it. But if you know, like, if they, they have some sort of vibe or something like that, it's weird. Yeah. And I'm just going to tell this story. So we went to a gathering. I'll just say that so I don't want to put anybody on blast. But we went to a gathering. We were sitting at a table with couples. It was, it was, it was a wedding. And there was all couples in this in this in this in this table, right? Shout out to Joey. <laughs> I got to say that because remember, Joey kept messing with us about this. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had to say shout out to Joey. Okay, He's so so we're sitting at this table, and there's a there's there's a couple to the left of us, couple to the right of us, and there's one guy there. His his wife didn't come, right? And the couple to the right of us. I could have, I could have swore that. Oh no, you're talking about a different story. Okay, got you. I'm thinking you're talking about something else. So okay, that's okay. why I said shout out to Joey. Never mind. Okay, the, the, I was like, like we told Joey that story. <laughs> I don't remember. So, the couple to the right of us, the wife was talking to the guy that his wife wasn't there, and they were like kikiing. That's the right word, mm-hmm. kikiing and everything, showing pictures to each other, laughing. And I'm like, you're hitting me under the table. I'm hitting you under the table. Because I got confused. So I said, right. I said, and I even whispered to you, I said, which one is her husband? Because I thought the guy to the left of her was her husband, but she was way too close to the guy on the right of her. So then I thought I messed up. And then I told you like on the side, I was yeah. like, no, that's her husband. Yeah. So they had no connection. I could have swore that she was married to the other dude. Mm-hmm. And then you finally just popped off. Well, because no, because I'm thinking like, oh, well, if that's her husband, the guy like you told me, the guy on the left, then for sure the guy on the right's her brother. Because oh, there's yeah. no way that right. you're going to be that close to someone and he's not your brother. So then I said, oh, is he your brother? <laughs> Ding dong. Oh, I was gosh. like, I was, I was hitting your leg underneath the table. I'm like, yo. And I thought he, that for sure. And she was like, oh, no, we're, we're, we're just best, best friends. friends. Yeah, I and like, I mean, no. you were like, no, homie, and, and and for me as a man, I'm looking at homeboy, the husband, and I'm like, bro, grab your wife. Like, yeah, if my bad. wife's over there laughing and playing, and when she doesn't even look my way or is not even interested in me talking to me, but she's talking to this one dude, and they're all la la. First of all, I'm gonna put homeboy on check. Like, hey, bro, scoot over. You know, come sit over here on my side. Then I'm gonna put my put my wife on check like yo what what is the deal here so that's a setup for 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 something there's oh, no yeah. way you become best friends no no not at there's all there's no way you after you're married if you have a male best friend after you get married that's it's cut off right there mm-hmm. you're not friends he's not texting you at night no more he's you're not going to starbucks no. together you're not getting lunch right you're not dming each other no. that gets done with that's over Right, mm-hmm. because 
men <laughs> men think extra all the time when it comes to that stuff they're always thinking more yeah and then just to wrap that whole situation up the saddest part was was in her when her husband was talking she was too busy with the, that guy then she wouldn't even look and her husband was sharing some personal things right right she wouldn't even look his way then when the guy to her right went to the restroom her husband was still talking and sharing things she didn't even look up she went straight to her phone and I was like, I felt so bad for her husband. Yeah, my I felt heart bad for her really went out to him. But uh, me, I'm yeah, like, bro, that's true. You felt bad for the husband. I was feeling like, dude, you're you, true. You got to do your job, bro. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, this shouldn't be happening. Like, you, yeah. I get it. People say, oh, I trust my wife. I trust my husband. I, I have no problem with that. No, no, no. It, it's always a setup. That's how everything starts, mm-hmm. right? Okay, last question. One more? Dang. Yeah. Last question. Or there's more, but <laughs> this one. Save one for next time. Should should you listen to worship music while having sex with your spouse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, this is not I'll, a joke. I'll, I'll let you answer this one. Go ahead. Okay, first off, this is not a joke. This is a real question. And I'll tell you why, because this is a thing that goes on with church people, which is the most weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay. When I first heard about this, I thought actually it was a joke. I was like, oh yeah, like me and you laughed about it. And we're like, no, that's not a thing. Then we started hearing it more and more. And then we started hearing. Yes. Can't believe it or not. Yes. No, (laughs) no, no, no. No, this is this is this th- is a thing. This is a thing. If you're out there and you're listening to worship music while you're having sex, Mm-mm. God boy. of wonder. Okay, nah, and man. this is why I'll tell you how weird okay, and us. twisted this is. And this is what I think, and this is what I picture: you're having sex with your spouse, right? And oceans is on, right? <laughs> and you're just doing your thing, right? Okay, and that's Saturday night, right? And you're having this great time. Yeah. Saturday night, you're having sex. You called me out upon <laughs> Oceans the water. is on, right? So then the next morning, obviously you're going to church on Sunday morning, and Oceans comes on. What are you thinking about? <laughs> you're not thinking about God. No. You're thinking about sex. You're thinking about, I ain't even going to go there. Yes. Star 69. <laughs> <laughs> you are thinking about what you done did last night. How does that even, how? It doesn't go. That is the most weirdest, twisted. If you are doing that, you are sick, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, you are sick, and you need to stop. Yeah, okay? put on put on something else, man. If if put on you, some key sweat or something like that, you save worship for God. Yeah, like I, and okay, yes, please put on some some Johnny Gill or I, I don't know, man. Okay, you're telling our age. Uh, well, hey, key sweat, man, it still bangs. I don't care what anybody says. Huh? Yeah, you can put on some ambrosia. You can put on something. That's way up back there. But you can put on, I don't know. You can put on some At whatever. Least some, like, if you need music, then hey, put on. There's some. There's a lot of music out there. I'm not saying you have to put on two live crew or anything like that. <laughs> but you could you could find some nice romantic music to put on in your fine. Or even instrumentals, right? Like even, not worship instrumentals, but some good yeah. instrumentals. Please quit it. Yeah. If, if you're out there, and, and it's funny because you, we started this off by talking about Bryn, and Bryn is <laughs> Bryn is the worship leader at our church. I am not having sex listening to 
to Bryn and the in the in the worship band's CD. <laughs> Sorry, bro, I'm not doing that. And if you're doing out there, like Melissa said, you're weird. Yes, please stop. Okay. Let's let, let, let's let's wrap this up. Yes, I'm hungry. In and out. We we get in and out. Okay. So we're gonna do a quick Furious Five for you. You ain't ready. I'm ready. You didn't have it ready. Okay, I'm always ready. Okay. <laughs> okay. Question number one on the street gospel Furious Five. I know the answer to this, but I don't think everybody else knows it. Who was Melissa before she gave her life to God? I was a rebel. A rebel. What does that mean, though? I was a rebel. I I had a I legit had a spirit of rebellion. So I was a bad girl. Like not in in like a slutty way, y'all, or anything like that. Yeah, let's clarify that. <laughs> yeah. But in a way of I wanted to be bad. I wanted to fight. I wanted to I was want to be tagger. So I wanted to tag on walls. I wanted to any authority. I hated authority. Any type of authority. I you know didn't do good in school because authority. I couldn't handle it. Um, church authority, especially. I drove a lot of people crazy. I just wanted to fight, really. You know, and just kind of like be this tough girl. You know, like. Don't try to fight me now because I don't, I don't. Well, you're still pretty tough. Uh, okay. Still but. pretty tough. For a 48 year old woman, <laughs> you're pretty down. I, I, I trust your skills. Okay. So that's who I was. I was a rebel and I wanted just to do hood stuff with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Question number two on the street gospel furious five. What is your biggest fear? Water. Water? Like as far as like. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, I'm not, I'm, I, I God's been de- God's been delivering me from fear okay. because of the fact of like I I fear like your safety I fear for the kids safety I fear like getting sick and you know all those things so God really had to deliver me from that because I could go into fear big time but water and airplanes are probably like my biggest fear water and airplanes and you, you and spiders and spiders in mm-hmm. that in, in that order okay. Yeah, water, airplane, spider. Water, airplane, spiders. Why, why do you fear water? Because <laughs> I water's scary. My every nightmare of mine is me running, and there's like a big wave, and I'm getting to this gate, and I'm climbing up the gate, and the wave comes. Like, yeah, I'm not even. I love that you have the same dream <laughs> about a tidal wave taking over you, and you're trying to climb a yes. gate. Yes. It's like me. I have the same dream every 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 time. That you're fault. That you're. I'm being chased. Oh, you're being chased. And, and I'm fighting. That's true. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You always <laughs> tell me like you're fighting in your sleep yesterday. I'm like, really? As long as they don't knock you out. Dead. Question number three on the street gospel furious five. When you're working out, what are you listening to? Kanye all day, all day. Kanye all day. That gets you going. Oh yeah. Nice. All day. Nothing else? You know what's weird? I will put on some R&B. Some R&B. Yeah, I do like... Ash is always like, how could you work out to R&B? I'm like, girl, when I have some new addition, some escape, and all that stuff, I I get it. All right. Yeah. But Kanye overall. Kanye over everybody. Yeah. Question number four on the street, Gospel Furious 5. What is your biggest pet peeve? Surprised you didn't have that that loaded already. Well, because I have a lot. Biggest one. Biggest one. Dang. Gosh. 
when people have dirty houses. <laughs> <laughs> when people have okay, so for everybody out there that don't know, Melissa it has a, a minor <laughs> case of OCD. So she's 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 uh she's a cleaner. Yeah, my house isn't perfect, but at least has to be clean. So then I don't feel type it's of overly clean. clean. No, but but I like it. Probably a, if I go to someone's house and it's, see, this is the thing though. People are going to judge me, and they're not going to want to invite me. I can't. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm good. I know. I was like, okay. <laughs> anyway, well, you should have said. Tell me something that you think that is my biggest pet peeve. Rude people. Oh yes, yeah. I thought for sure that is. That is probably more than than the clean house. I couldn't think. Yeah. Rude people. I it does something to my spirit. I can't handle it. If you're rude, I I can't go around you. It just I can't do it. And I know and I and not that I don't love you and not that I I I won't have, you know, be, be cordial yeah. with you. I I will, but I won't be hanging out with you for sure. Yeah. I can't handle rude people. Yeah, rude people, man. It's 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 respect is is the bare minimum that you should have with anybody anywhere. And when people don't have that, it it just yeah, it's all bad. I mean, if you're rude, it just shows what you really think of yourself, honestly, because like you know, like there's no reason for it. Yeah. Especially if, if, if the person is not, you know what I mean? I'm oh. glad you are not, you're not that old rebel anymore. Cause you would have checked a lot of people. Yeah. But you're, I'm not going to lie. Very nice, have. sweet person. God has really helped me. Yeah. I agree. Question number five on the street. Gospel furious five. Last one for you. If you weren't a teacher for all those years, teaching at Christian private schools and doing all that, and you can pick any career that you wanted to be. What would it be? You know what? I have two. Okay. A cook. A cook. Yeah. A chef. A chef. Yeah. Like legit chef. Like just to be like. Man, that'll be awesome. Right? You, know, you should still do it. I think you should still do it. I, I'll send you to school. I'm dead. And probably uh, I would like to work at a bank. I think like those women that work at the bank, they're all classy and they have their nails done and they're like counting the money yeah. and they're like typing. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's cool. Giving those home loans and, and car loans yeah, out. I don't know why. They just seem like I always like get intrigued by that. Like, and they have like this soft voice. Can I help you today? What can I help you with? <laughs> and their nails. Like, yeah, I think it's cool. That'd be dope. I love that. Hey. We made it to the end. How, what time is it? Oh, it's time to eat. Oh, gotta, yeah, big time. We, we got to go right here. I appreciate you coming out. Thank you for inviting me. Um, it wasn't easy. Kind of loosened up a little bit. Yeah. I, I, you know what? You're going to have to come back. Let's let's see how good this this podcast does. If people like it, maybe we'll, maybe we'll start a little side project, a little marriage project. You know what I mean? Where we could talk and answer some questions and... I'm sure people will like that But I, I love you And I, I thank you for you being on the podcast thank My favorite you. guest of all time Aww. Love then, units You know what? Yeah <laughs> And then, you know I, I mean, you're the only guest I could take home with me You know hey. what I mean? I mean, have a good time Episode 69 Yeah, we love you, Kim Thanks for hanging in there, bro I know you weren't paying attention You were just kind of, you know You don't you didn't want to pay attention But that's good <laughs> Thanks, everybody Thanks out there Thanks for having me, love, love you Love you, too Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate you guys. Make sure you subscribe 
Uh, check us out. Share. Do whatever, man. We love you guys. We out. Peace.